0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Winner's Circle. I'm Derek. And I'm Cody. And we are going to be hearing from the 13th. That's the 13th evicted house guest this season, Big Brother it 23. And as many of you already know, it's Kylan. Um, we're not spoiling anything here. We just covered it on the recap. Crazy episode. Mm-hmm. However, we're going to save that, the the ending of the show, for the ending of our episode. We have some other questions for him. Like Cody has already said, We always keep the questions kind of similar to hear how they change as the season progresses. Um, But as you can expect, uh, Cody, Kylan had a shocker, had a lot to say about everything. Uh, Well, here's the thing. I I will say this
1: about the interview before we even get started on it. There were parts of this interview where I was listening and I was like, I totally, totally get what people are talking about in the house. Cause there were answers where I was like, man, that was long winded. I'm not into I, I,
0: I guess I get what he said, but God, he could have got to that point way quicker. It does give you some insight into the house guest, right? Because we exactly. were talking in the recap about how he can get on people's nerves. I don't think he intends on doing it, but if you're in the house with him 24 7, you've been mm-hmm. there, I've been there, the littlest things start to bother you after a while when you're locked in a cage yeah. with someone. I could definitely see, and we like Kylan. You know, I think Kylan yeah. made a, a really poor choice on this episode. Well, you know, this last episode, we'll get to it. But, you know, sometimes good people make bad decisions, but just judging him based on if I'm looking at him as a house guest, I'd be going against or living with. I could see how the constant and I don't think he does it intentionally, but Mm -hmm. the constant going around in circles with his conversations could get it could get a little annoying and maybe that's why because you were saying i don't know what happened that people maybe yeah. it's just a lot of little things
1: yeah i think and i think the point that you just made is so true right Where, where you're you're in love everybody's in love with each other in the beginning of the game and by like week six day 60 stuff like that you start to just be like when somebody walks in and like does something constantly you're like here we go again. You know, you and I yep. would say it all the time. You and I would yep. say it all the time. Be like, oh my God, here we go. Here we go. And so I think with these long winded answers, it was probably the way that he just articulates the and, way he sentences and the way he communicates. Right. And so I feel like people in the house just kind of got over
0: it, which is why I think everybody was so harsh in the jury about it. Colin, Colin comes off very calculated. Mm-hmm. And when you're in the house and you're constantly trying to judge or evaluate someone, if it always sounds like they're planning their answer out as they're saying it, it can raise some red flags, even if they're mm-hmm. being genuine. So, well, look at
1: his demeanor and some of these answers, just for for you viewers that are you guys are watching. He does a lot of like he pauses a lot and kind of it seems like he's looking for what he wants to say and. It's it's like he doesn't want to stop, so he's going to continue. So even when maybe you would go to say something, he's still trying to find what he wants to say, so maybe he then ends up talking over you, where there's no chance for that here because he's just giving the answer. So I can totally see where if he was kind of like looking for it and people would be like, are you going to get to the point? And then maybe they go to say something, he'd probably cut him off. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see that translating into kind of what, what the opinions that we were seeing a lot of the jury talk about.
0: Kyland. Yeah, With. and now to be fair to Kylan... Week one, we said it. Derek X pointed out something with Kylan where he has trouble communicating. He's always had—I'm um, not going to call it a disability. I don't think it's that extreme, but he's had an issue with uh, speaking, and he's—he his—I his, think his mind works a little faster or slower than his mouth. Mm-hmm. And he was open about that with a few people. So I think that's part of it. So we're not by any means knocking the guy. We're just pointing out our own observations mm-hmm. and how they can be perceived by another house guest. That's all we're doing yeah. here. We're not making fun of him in any way, shape, or form. No, absolutely never would do that. And we've said it so many times how much we really love, love Kylan. Him. Yeah, I think he's a good person. I think he means well. I just think he, he had a really big lapse in judgment, and we're going to get to it. You want to hit uh, yeah first part where we, yeah. he finds out that yeah. it's us? So this is the intro. Kylan finds out he
1: is uh, inter- being interviewed by the Winter Circle with Derek and Cody.
2: Okay, Derek and Cody, what is up? Uh, Seriously, y'all two are my all-time favorite players, absolute icons. I'm honored uh, to be chatting with you, and I can't wait, hopefully, for an opportunity to do it more and uh, hopefully someday live. So thank you so much for the time. Looking forward to the questions.
1: Yeah. So, you know, again, it's really nice to hear. I would love to talk to Kylan live. I'd love to talk to Kylan kind of like off. Just kind of like, you know, get to him. He's been in the game for a very long time. He's been through a lot in the game. He's somebody that I'd like to get to like, off, off of the air and off of everything and just on a personal level talk to him just to see because I'm a little worried for Kyland, to be honest with what he's going to walk into the jury house with, what he's going to walk into outside of the house with everybody, Um, yeah. how that, you know. What could happen from a cast standpoint when everybody finds out, you know, the the, the back and forth that he had with Xavier, I, I just feel like he's going to need somebody to talk to. Um, and so
0: well, we know he's got a good support system at home because right. he has, you know, his family members, his mom, Tara, John. I mean, so he's going to have a support system. And listen, you know. Kylan seems like the type of guy. He's he does say it later in this episode, not to get ahead. I keep saying not to get ahead, but I keep doing it. Um that if he if he finds out he has something he needs to apologize for or to explain, he's gonna he has no problem doing it. So mm-hmm. he's probably gonna get that opportunity. But we do appreciate him uh being fans of ours. Mm-hmm. And uh this is all the house guests being fans of ours. And yeah. um, you know, it doesn't it's not something we ever look past. We we are fans of him now as well, as all the house guests. They had a great season. So uh Kylan, if you're watching this, you know, we love you, but we got to be straight with you like a friend Mm -hmm. or a brother would be. So Mm -hmm. it's uh, sometimes we've given you a lot of praise this season, but with that also comes some tough love when you screw up and, you know, you screwed up on this last episode. So don't take it personal. It's coming from a place of, like I said, love. So, uh, you know, we're going to roll right into it. We're not the same ones
1: that are going to punch you or beat you or, you know, kick you while you're down. We're not those. We're not those guys that never will be. We just got to keep it straight. Just, you know. You'll get enough kicks on social media, I guess. But question number one is: uh, you know, what were your expectations before going into the house? And now that you've been in there, were those expectations met? And if not, how are they different?
2: I definitely had a lot of expectations going into the house. And I'd say that one thing that was met was how much fun and excitement and challenges would be in the house. Um, Actually, I'd say that those expectations were exceeded. I had more fun, more excitement, uh, and more challenges than I even believed was possible. Um, But beyond that, I also had a lot of growth and a lot of confrontation with uh, my own um, faults and shortcomings that I'd been unable to ever see Uh, As clearly as you can when you are spending 24 7, uh, you know, over 80 days uh, or almost 80 days with with people in the house, um, the way that you do in this game. So that was not something that I was ready for. um, But all the good parts and all the challenging parts uh, exceeded my expectations for sure.
1: So, that that was an answer right there. Where I got to be honest, he kind of lost me. I, I was like in and out of that answer, like, and that's what I what I think is, I, I I felt like there was a point where like I know what you're saying, and then there was a point where I was like, wait, what what are you saying? And then I was like, oh, okay, I get what you're saying. And then it was like I feel like he could have hit that pretty quickly. And you know, I, I I tell you this this is a million dollar smile right there that we got this pause on. I love Kylan, and I will tell Kylan if i get the opportunity or if he even wants to talk to me afterwards he's somebody that i would love to i genuinely really like kylan you know everybody can think what they want to think about what happened this is a very emotional state that he was in yesterday um and so when you're in emotional states you know it's everything is heightened and i think you make choices that you will reflect on when it's all said and done and the dust settles but that answer right there i i maybe if you could give a little bit of clarification on it i felt like it was like he he learned a lot about himself through confrontation with house guests that he didn't really know about himself like I, he kind of like lost me with a little bit of this i didn't really
0: well the first part i agree with him but the you know going in there you want to play the game and then you get to play in these competitions and they do exceed your expectations they're so they're so much bigger and more grand when you get in there and they're fun you know i remember playing him and i was like i cannot believe i'm hanging from a rubber you know, spit right now, seeing how getting spilt, you know, ketchup sauce spilt on me. It was amazing. But mm-hmm. to the second part, what he is saying is that Big Brother really has a way of throwing right in your face some things about yourself that you may not want to acknowledge, mm-hmm. both internally, you see him in there, but also externally when you get out. And he's going to have that. And I have seen the stuff on social media where. You, people are calling him a misogynist. He said some off color things about Tiffany. Mm -hmm. Um, He made a bad choice with Xavier. And I think the real sign of growth for Kylan is going to be coming out and addressing those things, but not making excuses for him, but looking at it, seeing it from the perspective of the people on the outside and looking inside himself to see if there's something there, a flaw, as he put it, that he needs to work on. Mm -hmm. And if he can do that, I think that is a real sign of growth and big brother is something that is one of the few places where that can really happen because there's very few situations where you're gonna have a camera on you 24/ 7 for almost 90 days mm-hmm. and the, the, you learn a lot about yourself I learned a lot about myself and I was later in life I was you know I had kid I had a kid and I still came out of there realizing certain things about myself that I liked and things I really didn't like and it allows you to change so we'll see if he takes some of the constructive criticism from some of the individuals who have pointed out things that he has said. You know, he, he, he called out, you know, he was talking directly to Tiffany's son while he was in there. He, he said some, he's done said some things that in, in looking back at it, I hope he sees that it probably wasn't the best choice, but if he does that, I do agree with you. We're we're saying we like Kylan as the person. We're not saying we agree with everything he's done or right. said. And that's why I don't want you guys to look at us and go, Oh, of course they're praising him and they love him. We know deep down he's got a good heart. Does he need to grow a little? Of course we all do. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean he's. I genuinely think at the, at the core, Kylan is a good person, and that's what totally. we say. We like Kylan. That's what we're talking about.
1: Yeah, yeah. And honestly, quite frankly, if people do feel like that and want to come after us, uh, you can go find something else to, I don't know,
2: argue. <laughs> no, because you know quite I mean?
1: frankly, I don't. I don't. I could like somebody that you dislike severely, and at the end of the day that reflects more on you than it does on me because I do see him as a genuine person, as I do see a lot of the other house guests in there as genuine people that it's easy to judge. It's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback. You know what I mean? It's easy to be a Monday morning quarterback. And and, and And he had the courage to go on the show. A lot of people wouldn't, a
0: lot of people wouldn't,
1: but you'll find out from an answer that he says later on, which showed me a lot about, he is someone that will reflect. And if he does feel like there is something that he needs to address. He has no problem owning
0: up, and I think that says a lot about him as well. So on to cue number two. Yeah, question number two. Again, one of our oldies but goodies. Uh, Now that you've had an opportunity to play the game, what advice would you give for future house guests? This is always a good one for you guys out there who are thinking about applying.
2: My advice to a future house guest to enter the Big Brother house would be to play your game your way and know what it is that you are willing to uh, give uh, or give up in that game. Um, I had a very unique opportunity this season uh, with the cookout. And I knew that there were things that I was willing to give up for ideals that were beyond myself, that were important to me. And uh, even once we hit that goal, I had new ideals that I wanted to live up to. And for those, I was willing to give everything. And because they were so much aligned with me, I have no regrets. So that is what I would advise anyone to do is to figure out what things you are willing to do or not do uh, to make sure that you leave the house with no regrets. And Also, make sure that you play your own game, which was advice I heard and advice I followed as far as not trying to follow anyone else's exact strategy from Seasons Fast because your season is gonna be different. Uh, Hopefully if I'm in future seasons, I know those will be different. And uh, there are definitely things I would have loved to have done differently in terms of playing a more individual game for myself. But like I said, I made a decision um, to play for something bigger than myself, and that's something that uh, I'm good with, given the specific circumstances that I had for this season and the specific opportunities that were there.
1: I think that was I think that was a phenomenal answer. You know, kind of shows for me the big takeaway is you have to be willing and able to adjust. You can go in there with a plan. We talk about this all the time, and the plan. In this, in this situation, more specifically than anything else, really took a different path and took a monstrous detour. Because normally you do go into play for yourself and you're playing for yourself in a way where you have to adjust each and every week, or else you can't, you can't just stick to that same plan that you did in the beginning, or else you could end up hurting yourself. But the cookout members played for a very different, very different cause throughout the entire game until they got up into the six and then it became very individualistic. But at that point it, it could be too late. Cause it, it's like, like we talk about a lot of things that get laid down in the, in the previous parts of the season in your gameplay are what is going to take you further. But they were always playing for a group and never really playing for an individual themselves individually. So I, I think that, that was a pretty good answer. I had good insight into what, he went through specifically with having to adjust his game.
0: I uh, The thing that I took away from that was something that I've never heard before, but I think it's, and maybe I'm interpreting it this way and this isn't even what he was saying, but I like the idea of before you go into the house, let's say you get selected for the show, before you go into the house, when you're in a clear mind and a, a clear thought process and you're not under pressure, having a conversation with yourself, maybe even writing it down, To develop boundaries, things that you're willing to do in the house, things that you're not willing to do. And when you're writing that memorize what you wrote, because when you get in the house, if you find yourself willing to go beyond those boundaries, you have to consider the fact that now you've been trapped away in a house for however many days and maybe you're not of clear mind. And you should probably revert back to the boundaries that you and the plans that you set for yourself before you went into the house, before you were affected by this game, because it does affect you, because that's probably the better format to follow than, you know, being in the moment and making a decision based on that moment, as opposed to who you were before you started playing, because you can lose yourself in there. Mm-hmm. And so I do think it's a good idea to come up with like a vision board or something where you're like, hey, this is as far as I'm willing to go in the game. Mm-hmm. And if you find yourself going beyond that while you're playing, maybe it's time to to reel it back in a little bit.
1: Yeah, because that's where a situation where you might come out and be like, what was I thinking? I would it, never do that. What, what was I doing in there? And then yep. it's hard for you to if you're getting backlash for something like that, it's hard for you to really like find peace with it. Cause you're like, I knew I shouldn't have did that. Why right. would I let myself slip up? Why would I let myself go to that point? Right. I, I think that was, I mean, yeah, it's that a, was it's a good, great point. It's a great way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Next question right? Three? Yeah, question number three is, uh, this is the one where we're asking him who he thinks is in the best position in the house. And then on the flip side, who would he like to see following him out?
0: Isn't it interesting? You guys will like this one.
2: I think that the person in the best position in the house uh, would probably be a toss up between um, Xavier and Derek. Um, I think that as far as winning that last HOH, uh, obviously uh, Xavier has the upper hand there if we're speaking probability and past performance. Um, I think that there are few people um that had a high probability of beating him that last HOH uh, and i think that given our history of competitions um ones that we played in that actually you know were ones that we uh weren't throwing <laughs> um and ones that may have mattered uh, i had uh, a pretty good record against the times that we actually competed against each other um as far as whether winning or at least doing better than him and so he doesn't have a lot of competition as far as winning the HOH. And there's a good chance that the second strongest competitor based on past performance, Derek, um, would probably take him as well. So uh, that being said, um, it could be either of their games if either of them win. Um, I think the biggest wild card might be uh, Aza. If she wins, who's she going to take? Um, and that's something actually I don't even know. So that's, As far as the second part of who I'd love to come see after me, um, I probably would say Xavier. And that's just because, like I said, on a representation side, I think that there is a concept of like win by any means necessary. And AZA and Big D weren't strong competitors as far as competitions. So they had to make moves as far as removing competitors. Xavier, Kind of positioned himself as a strong competitor, and he was. And so, eliminating me gave him an easier path. And I think that this year, it'd be pretty epic if we have a winner who uh, doesn't take the easy path. Um, You know, it's the first Black winner of the history of the show, and having them uh, achieve a certain standard of excellence based on you know, the things that I value and think would be pretty cool. Um, that's what I'd like to see.
1: You you know what he just said there.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, listen,
0: we don't have to psychoanalyze this. Kylan's bitter right now. He's really bitter. He's throwing shade at Xavier saying, I was a better competitor than you. Anytime we went head up, I beat you. And he almost sounds like he's, and I really hope he doesn't do this, but it sounds like right now what he's doing for us, the audience is trying to manipulate us into believing that there's a comparison between Derek F, and Xavier as far as this game's concerned. Like Xavier, uh, Ky- Derek F, you know, did what he had to do, but never went outside of his means. Where Xavier did, and you know, he 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 didn't choose the easiest path. Which we all, as a fan of Big Brother, he knows a lot. of The point is to get out the people that could beat you. That's the point. That's the name of the game. Um, so I'll just say this. I hope that come finale night, Kylan has had some time to process everything that transpired this season. Maybe talk to a Tiffany or talk to a, a Claire or a Hannah or any, a Derek X, whoever he he values and and realizes that it's a bad look for him to vote for anybody at this point if Xavier's in the final two, if he votes for anybody but Xavier. It's his vote, but it's not, it's not the right vote. That's just my opinion. It's just not the right vote, and it's going to look bad on him. So I hope come finale night, we have a change of tune. I don't know what was your takeaway on it. Uh exactly
1: that. But also, it that right there kind of showed me exactly why when Derek F was saying anything before he was leaving, it was not worth. I I get it. When Derek was like, "Listen, I didn't think I could beat you," he was like, "No, no, no, I get it." And it was the sole focus was on Xavier. That's why he wouldn't let Xavier off the hook and was waiting for something further than, well. You know, don't talk to me about the game because I thought you wanted, you know, competitors and like, you know, I guess, you know, that that head to head Titan kind of battle in the ending. And that's what you made me feel, at least. And so, you know, Derek F, I don't want to hear from you. I do understand. You know, I do think you should have taken me out. But Xavier, what about you? And that's why I think he was like so laser focused on Xavier, which gave him that like blurred, really just like blackout, like uh, or like red out, whatever it's called, where you're just like, I'm I'm coming for blood right now. And I'm going to say or do whatever means necessary. That's why I think he was so laser focused on Xavier.
0: Yeah. And he's still this is almost I'm assuming this is the night of the eviction. It seems like he's in the same clothes, isn't he? I can't remember. I can't remember what he was wearing. I thought he was wearing blue. But either way, he's back in the hotel. I've recognized that room. We've it's the same. I know what hotel he's at. Um, so it's probably the same night that he got evicted, you know, and uh he's still a little pumped up, but hopefully as now we're sitting here, he's maybe calmed down a little bit and thought about the game. Cause he is a good player. He's a great player, great competitor. Um, so he should understand the difference between what Derek F did this season and what Xavier did. But you know, he did start to kind of go into the Xavier thing, talking about representation and having a winner that reflects what he values in a winner. So we, we asked him straight out. We told you guys we were going to if we had the opportunity. And we asked him right out, you know, do you regret the altercation between you and Xavier? And and this is what he had to say.
2: As far as the altercation between myself and Xavier, um, my during my eviction, my only concerns are that people don't Uh, specifically listen to the words that I said. Um, I have had a lot of conversations with Xavier, speaking about family and the things that we as individuals and we as our families value. And one thing that we discussed was valuing people like Kobe Bryant or Goku or competitors that love to face their competition head on. Uh, that don't take the easy route, that don't take the indirect uh, confrontation, but they take it head on and stand toe to toe at the end. We already created an idealistic, you know, movie style season by having all six of us make it to the end, accomplishing something that's never been done. If this was any other season and representation wasn't such a huge factor, then of course, like you can just win the game using any of the tactics that are open in Big Brother. And that could be uh, you know, getting rid of competition at your opportune moments. Uh but as I said, since for weeks <laughs> in the game, that wasn't something that I was gonna do. Even if I knew the outcome and I knew what Xavier is gonna do, the only thing I would have changed is I would have uh done a little bit better at that last HOH or veto competition. Hopefully, that would have been the thing i try and change. So as far as the conversation I had with Xavier, my biggest thing is listen to the words. Because I know that, of course, I had anticipated that they would irk him and get under his skin. Um, But none of the actual literal words that I said were uh, derogatory or disrespectful towards his actual family members or towards his character. I specifically brought up things that he and I had discussed. So I know that they can easily be misconstrued, um, but I invite anyone to look at the specific words that were said and the context that I said them in and look at how they were me bringing up things that we had talked about and things that were objectively true in that context. And of course, I'm always happy to apologize to uh, he or his family if they choose to, not see that context, or if I'm wrong about something that I said, and it did do something other than what I just described, um, I'm always happy to take on that accountability, but I tend to choose my words carefully. And, uh, as long as I accomplish the goal that I just stated, um, I'm good with that. And, uh, I hope that others listen to those words carefully as well.
0: Okay. There's a lot we could talk about here, but I'm going to try to com- make it succinct. I went back and listened to exactly what was said in that conversation. I replayed it like maybe five or six times. Mm-hmm. And although I think what a, Kylan was trying to say was we both admire Kobe Bryant and Kobe would never back down from a challenge. You clearly did, but he took it a step further. And I believe, don't hold me to this, but I think Xavier's nephew is named after Kobe Bryant. I don't know if his name's Kobe or not, but- I keep getting confused on that. But either way, Xavier made the connection, the correlation between Kobe Bryant and his nephew. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he that was mm-hmm. the first thing he did. And Kylan knew that mm-hmm. because Kylan said to him, well, if your nephew doesn't have a man to look up to, that's your fault, essentially, is what he's saying. And he said it like three times. So it wasn't like he said it once. He repeated it. Well, I'm just saying if your nephew doesn't have a man to look up to, meaning you, Xavier, then he's not a man to look. You know, then that's, he should be ashamed that you're basically his, his uncle. Let's break that down. The reasoning why Kylan's saying that is because we, he, him in the cookout representing some, something so much bigger this season, but Kylan has to eat his own words here mm-hmm. because the cookout agreed that they were going to do everything in their power to get to the final six, and then they were going to do whatever they had to do individually to win. And Xavier is doing that. You making the decision that in your mind the honorable way to win Big Brother is to take the best player is admirable. But Xavier didn't come in here to do that. He came in here to win and he's using, choosing the path of least resistance. So you can't judge someone for playing big brother the way it's intended to be played. If you were able to win doing what you did, hats off to you, but you can't belittle someone else because they chose to play the game that they all, including you signed up for. Mm -hmm. And at the point when this cookout was in the final six, it was game on, which is why you Kylan went after Tiffany, right? Because you felt like you couldn't beat her in the end. You couldn't trust her. Xavier did not want to sit next to you. Probably because you're a great player, Mm -hmm. but also because the people remaining in the house have not played that great. And you allowed that to happen, Kylan, by Mm -hmm. evicting people like Tiffany and Mm -hmm. Hannah. So you reap what you sow. So I understand what he's saying, Mm -hmm. but I have to disagree with him because although he may have meant it differently, Mm -hmm. the exact words he used multiple times were... Your, maybe your nephew doesn't have anybody to look up to, and I think you're going to get into it, but there's something yeah. that we found out after recording the recap regarding yeah. Xavier's brother, right? Yeah, so this is where I, I, I agree with
1: everything you just said, and it was literally spot on what I was going to say. You can say whatever you want about his gameplay or whatever, but yes, when Xavier was having those conversations with you, he knew how to have conversations, and I don't think he was using things you know, using the nephew. It was just, you know, when you're having a conversation with somebody, you're you're kind of mirroring them. And if Kylan was leading the conversation, Xavier's a chameleon in this house, which is why I think he's so respected by the jury. And he was just like saying a lot of things because he knew, but at the end of the day, Xavier was going to do whatever he had to do to get to the end and win the money. Where I think the repercussions are going to be coming from because this is how I would feel, which I did not know this. It's the fact that Xavier's brother has passed and then and and kylan knows that and the nephew it's not only saying the nephew has no one to look up to because you're supposed to be his father figure it cuts a little bit deeper being that from what i understand xavier's brother recently passed mm. and so xavier's now in this house and he he's playing this game And he has opened up because he's definitely had very deep conversations with Kylan. They've probably had very deep conversations about his nephew, about who he wants to be for his nephew. And I don't know the exact conversations, but Kylan obviously took that in a way where I guess you want to be someone for your nephew to look up to because you're all your nephews has to look up to. Now, beings that your brother has passed. That's where I feel like. You line. could say whatever you want. You could say it in any way that you felt your conversations about Kobe Bryant, about Goku, whatever. His oh, brother. Goku. Yeah. Well, this because it's like I don't, I don't really, to be honest. I was a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. I'm not entirely sure, but I understand the Kobe Bryant reference completely.
0: Yes, yes me too. Yep.
1: But where it's where you completely lose all of that to me is Jesus. Um, the brother has passed away recently, and yeah. for me, if I'm in there and my brother who's passed away recently. I'm taking care of his, my nephew, his son, and now somebody's telling me that you're, you're, you're. He has no one to look up to, including because, you, yeah. Because my brother's passed, including you, because you're a coward. I'd be like, I would, I would do what Xavier did. My hands would be behind my back, but I'd be like, you and me are gonna have big problems when we're out of the house. <laughs> Confrontate, like, and I don't know. I, I, I that's my opinion because, yeah. Just thinking about it right now and like I, I really and I don't say this in any way. I just I hope I'm v- giving this to Kylan to watch to be like, I didn't even think of it like that because yeah. quite frankly, I didn't even think of it like that yesterday until, yeah, you, until
0: this information came to light to the point where you and I, we heard this information today. We actually went back and edited the recap episode. We've totally. taken out a section we just where took we're it right like, out. we didn't think it was too bad. We're we're being transparent with you. We took yeah. it right out because it's completely not true based on I mean, yeah, yeah. this, this understanding of Xavier's brother. Um, and you know, Kylan had a chance to walk it back. He was heated, but he had a chance to walk it back because Xavier said, I know you're not talking about my nephew right now. And he could have said, No, I'm not talking about your nephew. I'm talking about Kobe Bryant and the way we wanted to conduct ourselves like Kobe. But he do he he doubled down on, I'm just saying. If your nephew doesn't have anybody to look up to as a man, then he doesn't have anybody to, that's just, that's sad. Mm. He, he said it like two or three times. And I was like, yikes. You could have, you could have backpedaled and kind of rephrased it because you, Xavier told you yeah. how he was taking it. So mm-hmm. I think nobody's going to disagree that Kylan was in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. He stepped over the line. It wasn't for strategy purposes. He was leaving the game. The only thing that we can hope is that Kylan looks back at that scene because he will see it a mm-hmm. million times reflects on it realizes he was wrong and apologizes to to Xavier and his family which he said he's willing to do. Yeah. Um and if he does that I think you know again good people make bad decisions you you know we live in a world where you should forgive uh people who are willing to see the error of their ways and I and I I will if if, if Xavier does if Xavier's okay accepting mm-hmm. the apology and can move on from it which I think Xavier will to be I, honest I, with I agree you from what I'm seeing in the house after that, he seems like he's kind of already over it. And he's like, Kai, you said my nephew has someone he needs to look up to. You know, I'm going to prove my, that he does have something to look up to by winning this game. Yeah. So I think that's how he's looking at it. I think he knows Kylan was heated in the moment. And I hope those two make up. And I really they, do. They because... re- remain friends after this because Kai, my man, you, you were wrong in this one, bud, but yeah, you know, we're not going to sit here and kick you when you were down. Yeah. You'll have time to look, review it. And I hope you come to a similar conclusion and you make that call or you, or you talk to him in person. Yeah. I definitely think that there's, there's
1: also an aspect to it that people need to understand. He was, he was heated, right? Like he was really heated. So you are completely blinded as to, okay, I know what I'm trying to say, but it's not about what you're trying to say sometimes it's about how it's, how it's taken by the other person. And so I think when Xavier's hearing it, he's like, Dude, I know you're not talking about my nephew who like, who he doesn't have anybody looked up to. I've, I've opened up to you about my brother who passed away. Yeah. I've opened up to you about the role that I want to have in my nephew's life. I know you're not going there. And Kylan was still digging because he had in his head the blinders of representation. Yep. And I thought you wanted that Kobe Bryant mentality, that Mamba mentality of like, we go for the best, like like the way Kobe would never want to back down from Jordan. There's always stuff, and it's it's extremely emotional. People would talk about it, why all these other athletes would get emotional. And so that hits deep. And so yeah. that's where Kai was blinded on, and Xavier took it not that way. Because no. Xavier was trying to give him – he tried to give him praise, tried to give him praise, and was like, yep. listen, your game, your game, like the game, the game. And he was like, no personal, no personal. And Xavier was yep. like, "That's that's the only reason why – um, I, I I hope he sees the perspective because we're not coming from a place which I am 100% sure there's probably going to be other people out there that just kind of like like dog him in a way where it's just kind of like I, I think it's classless how people do it quite frankly and uh, for the people that are like kind of like because I see some of the headlines and stuff like that it's not about just like Kicking someone while they're down It's about trying to help somebody Like come to a realization And pick them up In my opinion Even when somebody Does something wrong So I hope Kylan sees us Cody stop from talking it. sense I just want him
0: to See because I also want Kylan stop to Stop making sense buddy Stop making too much sense I want It's more for him To be honest yeah. You know what I mean It's more for him no, but, because, but dude you're making A lot of sense What I'm saying is You're making a lot of sense Because yeah. we we live in a world now Where it's like Trendy yeah, to attack the person who's kind of Because you're the, gonna get the, the clicks. You're gonna get clicks. Yeah, yeah, Look at villain, me. So I'm, I'm going after Kylan, who's a villain. It's like God forbid we build someone being. up and and try to make them better, right? You know what but, I mean. But um, but no, it's well said. And, and Kylan, you know, we'll be here for you if you want to talk. Not that you know, uh, we're the voice of reason for you, but you know, you have a good foundation around you. Great and family, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm hoping you make the right decision. We'll see yep. how it goes. One yep. final
1: question, right? One final question. This is a fan question, so congratulations to. Under at underscore Maddie Hendricks with a uh, really cool question for it was it was really a blanket question that could have been asked to anybody. And the question was, did you play the game how you thought you would have in the beginning or did you play it differently once you went into the house? And how do you think that affected the
2: outcome? Maddie Hendricks, thank you for the question. Uh, I absolutely had to play this game differently than the way that I thought I would. When I first was going into the house, I had a mindset of, I have to win. I'm going to be the first black winner in Big Brother history. As soon as I got in and I saw uh, the other members of the cookout and spoke with them day one and realized we had this other opportunity, I realized that my goal had shifted to, let me just make sure that we do have our first black winner. It doesn't have to be me. And from that moment on, I was willing to sacrifice my individual game Uh, even absolutely to the point of telling people really early on um, I was willing to go out if it meant that the rest of them could go forward um, undetected. And that was something that I was committed to uh, without hesitation. And so having to play a game where I was looking out for the best interests of six people, as opposed to just myself, had a lot of challenges and a lot of difficult moments. And that was everything from getting blood in my hands or making myself a target, just to keep the target off of players who had less of a probability of being able to defend themselves or keep themselves safe, um, all the way to eliminating allies that I had outside the cookout, um, who would have had my back uh, and would have been able to bring my individual game forward further but they were simply too big of threats to leave in the house um, while safely moving all six of us forward. I was fortunate enough to get to have a direct role in some of these decisions and even the painful ones all felt worth it on day 65 when the six of us completed our mission, broke history, uh, made history and uh, you know, got all six of us to the end. So that was different gameplay than I had expected, but, uh, for me, it was the choice that I felt best about and, uh, would never change.
0: I'm going to say something and I'm hope I hope I'm wrong. The cookout absolutely accomplished a, a record setting feat this year, regardless of them being a, a group entirely of people of color. They're the first Alliance to ever do what they did as far as starting at day one, getting all, a six person Alliance, getting the final six. And they did do their mission. They accomplished their mission, and he was a big part of it. He won a lot of competitions. He made a lot of moves. He was moving chess pieces around. He was an influential part of the cookout. Uh, Him, Kylan, uh, him, Xavier, and Tiffany, I think, are the three biggest factors in that group. That being said, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think Kylan may find that his defining moment on Big Brother 23 is the altercation with Xavier. That's mm-hmm. the moment that I think everyone will remember. I think a lot of people will also remember the cookout. I'm not saying they won't. The cookout is definitely the big takeaway from the season because um, it probably will never be done again in that way, mm-hmm. whether it's people of color, or pe- all, all white people, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. To start at six, to get to six, and not be detected, 23 seasons has never happened, so don't expect it anytime soon again. But as far as Kyland, Kylan Young... I do think that when people think about Big Brother 23, they're not going to think, oh, he was one of the big factors of the cookout. I think they're going to remember this blowout where it almost came to literally a fight in the middle of a live eviction. But I hope I'm wrong. That's just my initial thought. Maybe over time it'll subside and the bigger thing will be the cookout. But that's – I know he's trying to drive home the mission. Mm-hmm. But I, I really think that this, this fight changes the narrative of Kylan Young a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I with that, I will
1: would like to add three HOHs, three vetoes. I know Beast. he had this altercation on his way out, but you know, one moment does absolutely does not define a season, and and that does not define Kylan Young. And so, I would hope that people kind of, you know, don't just focus on the that situation, which in a moment of extremely heightened emotions, he. Had a misstep, but everything that led up to that is why it was such a heightened emotional state and situation because he felt like and you saw it kind of unraveling in the episodes when he had the conversation with Big D up uh, right up until that point where he was sent out the house and then it boiled over. And so it was boiling because he realized how much he was actually doing in the sense of winning competitions keeping them safe keeping them together with the competition wins like making sure when he was the hoh and 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 when he was winning the vetoes, he was taking care of of the people that he wanted to so i i do hope that that is wrong um because i do think that he had a bigger bigger role in what was the cookout and that and that whole you know, goal that they were trying to get the six to be the final six.
0: Yeah, I agree. So let's change subject real quick. Kylan, great house guest, probably will come back. And, you know, I say that the fight will be a defining moment for him. Hate to tell you, it'll probably be the, the reason he also gets asked back because they want that. Mm-hmm. They want that. Big Brother producers love that. They're eating it up like it's candy. So he's a good competitor, great player polarizing whether you love him or hate him mm-hmm. and he's willing to blow up like that he, he has that ability so that's great that's great for them big mm-hmm. brother producers love that so kylan we know your goal is to get into the opportunity i think you're probably going to get it so changing gears we are coming to the finale yeah last recap that we have will be next week wednesday night finale of big brother 23 mm-hmm. you know we've been calling it all season we've kind of i think it's kind of known but what's your thoughts going into the finale night What's your prediction? Cause we won't hear from us again until after the winner is crowned. So what are we expecting in Cody's eyes on finale night? Uh I think I mean, I already know what happens in the
1: first HOH, so I'm not gonna talk about that. That's right. Um, I think it comes down to can can somebody have something slip up. There is something that I think I, you know, somebody commented on one of our YouTube things, which kind of makes me like. Almost not really have any feeling. It was that Ozzy was talking about how she like really wants Xavier and Big D in the final too. Like she doesn't really, you know, like yeah, if I win, whatever. Somebody commented Mm. it. They could be wrong, which then would make me wrong. So then I'll shoot myself in the foot for bringing it up. But it was like it almost makes me think like even if Ozzy wins, like I think she might just take Xavier. If like or Big D wins, he's gonna take Xavier. I think I think Xavier's gonna be in the final two no matter
2: what.
0: Yeah, so you say he's going to win it all. I mean, I'm on a little different where if by chance AZA wins the final three HOH, you know, we won't get into the first two parts, but my assumption from last week was that Xavier will win the first part. One of the two would win the second part and they'll compete against Xavier in the final three part. If it's AZA, I think AZA is cutthroat enough where she would cut Xavier and be like, there's no chance of me beating you. Derek F is my best friend. I'm taking him. But if Derek F wins, I think he takes Xavier as well. But I, I, ju- unless it's an absolute upset, which is possible, I go back to Vanessa Russo season w- against Steve. Although Steve is brilliant, it was a situation where everyone thought Vanessa was winning that final three H O H. And I remember you and I were actually Who in were the there? audience. Yeah. And when that happened, when Sitting he won, right behind Vanessa's um wife now, I think. Yeah. Do you remember (laughs) the gasp? Like when he got like before they even Julie even said they got it right. We Mm -hmm. knew in the crowd what the right answer was. They put up their answers. It was opposite. And we knew Steve had just won. Mm -hmm. We all gasped. Mm -hmm. We were like, oh, my God, is he about to cut her? And, you know, same thing kind of happened on 16 where people were like, oh, crap, is Cody about to cut Derek? So could it happen? Of course. Mm -hmm. But I'm with you. I think Xavier wins the final HOH overall I think he teaks Derek F, and the narrative he presents is that I wanted to honor my final two, mm. which I hope he doesn't do that. But it, you know, if he <laughs> yeah. does, it is it is what it is. I hope he owns it to the jury and just says, "Listen, I took the easiest, the path of least resistance." But I do think Xavier is going to be the winner of Big Brother twenty three. Um, we called it from week one, so we we it would be nice yeah. for us to be right. Yeah. But um, and I think he's a deserving winner. But we'll we'll dive into what it means if Xavier is able to finish out this this historic season with a W. And uh, we're going to have it all right here next week. Winner circle final episode. Any final words before we go?
1: Nope. Nope. You guys know what to do. Turn on those notifications and please subscribe to the channel, guys. We love having you guys here.
0: Right. And we're just getting started. We're starting Survivor. We said it already. The first episode already dropped. So we're going right from Big Brother to Survivor, then to Celebrity Big Brother. And we're going to have some episodes in between that have nothing to do with reality TV. We already Mm -hmm. told you we're going to be sprinkling those in. So if you have your notifications on, you're going to be the first ones to know when they drop. It's that simple. So guys, next week, Wednesday night finale, Big Brother 23. We will see you right here on the Winner Circle to discuss it. Take care.